You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. Welcome back to Sports Day. Great to have you, company wherever you're listening around the planet. We're here for Macca's new, thicker, juicier 100% Angus beef in the gourmet creations range, available after 1030 AM Duncan McKenzie McCarg is in Honduras. He's uh, home from watching the Aussies and the Hondurans train, and he's been good enough to talk to us ahead of what is a massive game for Australia tomorrow morning. Our time between Australia and Honduras. If you don't know what's happening, it's uh, leg one of this two-leg final qualification process for the World Cup for the Australian Socceroos. And uh, I think the Socceroos will be pretty happy if they get home with the draw in Honduras so they can finish the job off here in Australia on Wednesday. Duncan McKenzie McCarg joins me. Welcome to you, Duncan. Great to have you back. Yeah, thanks very much for having me back here, Dwayne. Yes, uh, both teams have completed their final training sessions ahead of, uh, well, tomorrow morning's game, uh, uh, your time. And, yeah, it's... uh, Still a few ducks and drakes being played out at the moment. Of course, uh, Tim Cahill, the fitness of him, how much will he be impacted uh, with that ankle problem? We'll have to wait and see tomorrow. Will he actually get a run? I think it really depends on the game, Dwayne. I mean, how that plays out. I mean, if if Australia finds themselves down uh, quite early in the game or even down by two goals, then Tim Cahill might be going onto the field a little bit earlier than expected. But even today at the final media conference, Dwayne, I mean, Ange was still a little bit non-committal as to whether Tim would be having any sort of active involvement in the game. I know, um, you know, he's still got this sort of 16-hour regimen that he's going with his ankle, but... From what we could understand, he was moving pretty well at training today. Uh, we were only inside the uh, Olympic Stadium for probably about 15 minutes before we got whisked away. So it was just general run-throughs and some light ball work. But, um, you know, I think if Tim Cahill is needed, he'll certainly be called on by the Socceroos. Um, this is a huge, huge qualification tie, as you already mentioned, at the top there. And um, the Socceroos can ill afford to have him. And I was a bit surprised that Ange Postacoglu threw up uh, an excuse of the pitch not being great. We heard from Ange earlier in the show talking about the fact that uh, it could have been better. But um, were you surprised you went down that road? I was a little bit surprised, but I mean, I think Ange is, is sort of the king of the understatement a lot of the time, and if he thinks that the the pitch is probably not in a good enough condition, it, may, it must mean that it's absolutely hazardous and outrageous. I mean, I was with a whole bunch of Australian journalists watching Ange inspect the pitch uh, this afternoon, Dwayne, and he was pointing things out to his, the coaching staff. He was basically, you know, throwing his hands up in the air. So it looks like this pitch is just an absolute... Uh, dog's breakfast. Right. I mean, it's uneven, uh, it's slippery. I spoke to Tommy Urich about the pitch uh, yesterday as well, and he basically said that a whole bunch of the players are talking about about it and saying it's just, yeah, it's, it's almost not up to world football standards. So it is interesting that they've actually thrown that one out there already because, 
you know, if the Socceroos end up not qualifying, will that become a talking point? Will that become a reason as to why they didn't qualify? We'll have to wait and see. But, um, I mean, this stadium that they're playing at, uh, Dwayne, tomorrow is quite extraordinary. I mean, I went out there today and there's... I mean, it's just an absolute concrete jungle. There's barbed wire ringing the whole stadium. Uh, there's a moat in between the um, in between the fence and the uh, and the playing surface. And there was a stray dog just making its way onto the field here today, and it was creating all sorts of mischief. And I mean, it's just a, it's a crazy, crazy environment uh, over here. And um, you know, I, I know a lot of the Hondurans saying that you know they're getting a, a bit of bad press and that sort of thing. The Honduran people have been incredibly friendly here. I mean, they've been so giving and generous. But in terms of the facilities, I mean, it's certainly half the world away over here. So um, interesting to see what's going to happen when this game starts tomorrow, Dwayne, how the atmosphere is going to be, how these young, young Socceroos are going to respond to this atmosphere because I tell you what, it's going to be an absolute cauldron tomorrow. So firstly, how many does the stadium fit, roughly? The stadium fits around 38,000 okay. fans. And uh, but apparently the atmosphere inside the stadium it, it feels like double. Yeah. I spoke to a couple of Australians who were here with the Green and Gold Army um, a couple of hours ago, and there's about 200 Australians that have made the trek from Australia to Honduras. The 14,000 kilometres it would have been three flights all, all in all, and these guys are just uh, so pumped to be here. But they're going to be outnumbered by sort of one to 200 yeah. people. So it's, uh, there's going to be, usually have that, that tiny little pocket of supporters group, the Fanatics and the Green and Gold Army making up, you know, at least a, a, sort of a large section of the crowd. But there's only going to be a tiny little pocket of them tomorrow. So they're going to be completely drowned out by the drums, the, the mm. chanting, the horns. It's going, to be, it's going to be quite the sort of carnival atmosphere tomorrow. And why isn't the pitch uh, up to standard? What's been on that pitch that's caused it to be chopped up? Uh, have they, or have they deliberately prepared a pitch in this fashion, thinking that they'll have the benefit of it? I don't know. Well, I mean, the thing is, Dwayne, I mean, this particular stadium, um, there was an article written by Dominic Bossi. I'm not sure whether you read that a little earlier today, basically talking about the fact that this Honduras Football Federation have made this particular stadium in San Pedro Sula their national stadium because it's so bloody hard to, for a visiting team to come here and play and win because it's hot and humid. It's sort of in that tropical type of conditions. And the pitch is just so uneven and, and it's, it's just sort of hard to really navigate. So I think, if anything, they're probably doctoring the pitches to make sure that these teams, when they come from overseas, they're, they're very, very hard to play on. So, um, you know, if you look at, at a pitch like Amy Park, which the Socceroos often play at, I mean, that's some of the, that's almost the best surface in Australia. Um, so, I mean, I think any, any sort of advantage they can get in that sort of level, I'm pretty sure the Honduras Football Federation said, look, let's, let's just try and do that. And uh, obviously, we're looking to try and scrounge a draw if we can, uh, maybe get uh, an away goal or two. If we can, obviously, it'd be nice to win. And then jump on a private plane home. Is that what we're doing? That's exactly what we're doing, Dwayne. Yeah, yeah. So about two or three hours after the game, the whole of uh, Football Federation Australia, the, the staff, the players, the coaches, they're jumping on a charter flight and they're going to be getting on a flight from San Pedro Sula straight to Honolulu uh, in Hawaii. They'll stop there for fuel for a... Uh, a short while, and they'll go straight to Sydney, arriving back in Sydney at about 1 p.m. Uh, on the Sunday. So they're certainly getting back with um, with heaps and heaps of time. And, of course, the Hondurans are going to be getting on a commercial flight, and God knows when they'll be arriving in Australia. I think it might be late Monday night. So 
the um, the Australians will certainly be having have a you know a number of advantages up their sleeve. I mean, this is the thing when you have a a big football budget behind you. So. We'll have to wait and see uh, how that plays out, really. Yeah, massive uh, quick turnaround Wednesday night's game in Sydney. Great to have a chat to you, Duncan. We'll let you go to bed. I know you've got an early morning tomorrow, so uh, keep our fingers crossed. I think most of Australia will be watching it. Let's hope so. Thanks, Brian. Duncan McKenzie McCarg from USA Live, who's joined us the last couple of nights to talk about Australia v Honduras. Uh, the first leg tomorrow morning, our time, and the second leg is Wednesday in Sydney at ANZ Stadium. So uh, Australia, obviously, hoping to be in front at the end of the two legs and they will qualify for the World Cup. Otherwise, we will be out and Honduras will be in. We need a break. After the break, we'll talk some more NBL. Craig Moller's got to have a chat. He's an ex-Sydney Kings player, now playing for Melbourne United. And guess who's playing each other on tomorrow afternoon? It's Melbourne United and the Sydney Kings. Craig Moller is next on Sports Day, brought to you by Kia Great to have Kia on board. Seven-year warranties on all new Kias and Red Energy, a 100% Australian-owned gas and electricity retailer. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.